Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, aggressive. 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 Anyway, hello, everybody, and welcome to. A new episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky. And golly, we are hashtag so blessed to be welcoming some amazing, amazing special guests on our show. Um, also part of the Glee podcast cinematic universe. Uh, we have two of the incredible hosts of the Glee Boot Podcast. Please welcome Cullen and Alyssa. Alyssa and Cullen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, so happy to be here. Uh, now, you guys have your own podcast. We do. Glee related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's safe to say you've seen Glee before. Yes, we've seen we've seen Glee you know, I saw it a little bit when it was airing. I actually rewatched most of it in college, but I stopped at the end of season three because I'm like, I know it gets bad. Correct. Yeah. But then You're like correct. part of yeah. me was always like, when are like I need to watch the rest. <laughs> and then uh our co-host Hannah and I were talking about like we had just hate watched Smash. And we're talking about like, oh my god, we were so funny. Why didn't we record any of this? And I don't think we even were that funny, but uh, we're like, I was like, let's just do Glee. And I just kind of was like, we should do Glee. We're doing, doing a Glee podcast. And then Alyssa, who's also friends with Hannah, me and Alyssa were living together. And I was like, Alyssa, you want to be on our Glee podcast? <laughs> She's like, I haven't watched it. I'm like, have we got a show for you? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's our basically... podcast, that was the first time I'd watched Glee. Almost all the way through. We're almost done now. Right. Yeah. So I have two have to... episodes left to watch. Two. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we are in season six. We are preparing for a big Glenally. Um, we're gonna pitch our pitches for the Glee boot, like how we would reboot Glee. And we're Amazing. gonna have the Gleeky Awards. Where wow. the biggest Glee Awards show. So <laughs> people are I'm excited for that. Check out our Instagram, Glee Boot Pod, which we will promo at the end of, but like you can, there's a link to vote in the Glee Keys. And I'm sorry, there's three hosts, three nominations for each category. <laughs> um, but yeah, cast your ballot because this matters. <laughs> Amazing. Matter. Your vote, your vote does matter. Your vote matters. Um, and check out our episodes with Glee Aggressive. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah. We've done two and they've both been really delightful. Old Dog's um, New Tricks and yeah. uh, the Burt Bacharach tribute, right? Yeah. 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 Icon. It Burt sure was the Burt Bacharach tribute. <laughs> that was um, wild. Want to um, like a fun fact? Please. I was getting, because uh, for whatever reason, I still haven't deleted Snapchat off my phone. And I so, got like oh a Snapchat memory like, oh, here's what you were doing like how many years ago back in 2016. And it's a Snapchat from mid-November of me watching season six of glee and the and the like caption of it is just why am i doing this to myself <laughs> so that was yeah. me in 2016 willingly watching glee i think i started watching it at the gym because i was like yeah. this is the perfect show to watch at the gym 
I hear, wow. you know, the antihero that it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Yeah. And I realized that I'm that to Hannah and Alyssa because I made them rewatch all of Glee with me. I couldn't just do it myself. This is a group activity. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could have made it through without discussing, like... I mean, that's not dissimilar to how our podcast started. It's like, true. I mean, we have Matthew Morrison as the Grinch to thank for the most part, as the true oh, inspo, God. but, like... It definitely came up with like, hey, I've never seen Glee. Karina, want to do another podcast? And she was like, yes. Yes. And we here we tried, are. We tried to do some kind of Christmas special about Matthew Morrison as the Grinch. But <laughs> it like we it was so hard to watch. Like the episode, the thing kept glitching and it was it so was painful. Hard to watch. <laughs> we literally <laughs> couldn't get through it. Like it wouldn't work. Yeah. That was a gift for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Consider yeah. you don't have to watch this. Consider that we did it so you don't have to. So yeah, we do. Everyone, yeah. but you. everyone, go back and listen to that episode because it's one of my favorite ones. I have okay. no memory of recording that episode. It it was a, it was a blast. Michael Stewart deserves better. That's that's what I'm going to say. Stewart just does. He was a descendant, well, okay. All right. Well, we have brought you here for everyone's favorite season, season four. Um, and we are here today to discuss season four, episode three, yes, entitled Makeover. Uh, this episode originally aired September 27th, 2012. Day after my 21st birthday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure this is what you did the yes. next day. <laughs> this, I was absolutely fasting and watching Glee at home during Yom Kippur. And as we said on the last episode, definitely not face deep in a, an order of nasty nachos. Yeah. Happy Yom Kippur to all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we open on a recap. Um, bullet points, Kurt's in New York, Rachel and Brody, and we're not sure about Finn. Um, there's a point where she just goes, Glee! And then, like, Sam and Brittany are now besties because they're blonde and ha- have been sad and um, dumb. Yeah. That's the oh, recap. Well. Yeah. We open on Blaine singing, is this Wham? No. Tears for Fears. No. Yeah? Or The Cure? No, you were right. It's Tears, it's tears for Fears. Yeah, okay. My mistake. But he sings uh, that is it called Everybody Wants to Rule the World? Yeah. It is, yes. Great. Okay, I, I got that song. part right. I love Tears Sky High. The movie Sky High, yeah. Was this in Sky High? Yes, it's the opening number. I don't remember that. Oh and my I God, watch that movie is. frequently. Yeah. Iconic movie. Yeah. It uh, is. An iconic, you know, iconic number. Uh, we're really delving into one of Blaine's few character traits, which is that he's a nerd. Yes. Um, yeah. And he dresses up as Robin, kind of in this number. With, with, like, cat ears. Yeah, with cat ears. Uh, do we have any comic book people in the house? Vaguely. Vaguely. Not exactly. I kind yeah. of like it. Pay attention to the evolution of Blaine's superhero gear and how it follows the Oh, my God. I just realized what it does. Yeah, That's but, so clever. Yeah. It's what? It, yeah. It's, we'll put a pin in this later, Ian. Yeah, okay. you'll get to it. You'll get to it. But I just thought of that this time. Cool. Wow. Um, yeah. Is this something cra- that happens in the show of Glee? Well, is yeah, this like the last like, time that he will be, or is this like an obscure reference to comic book stuff? It's a it's a reference to Dick Grayson's costume revolution. Okay, so I would not know this. Yeah. Okay, Same. I don't have to worry <laughs> that I missed something. <laughs> no, but yeah, this is this is a fun number. He's joining by clubs. Yeah, yeah. He really is the new Rachel. Like already said, he was yeah. the new Rachel. And then I was like, you know what he is? Because there was that whole plot point in season one where Rachel's like, I join every club. And yeah. now Blaine is just Racheling all over the place. 
Yeah. Right. And he's he's kind of the new McKinley protagonist. Yeah. Like, like he really is. If they, if they touch on other people, they really try to make Marley a thing, although we don't talk to Marley like <laughs> footnote in the episode. <laughs> she's, I guess she's a reaction it. shot at best. That's it. Not yeah. Even, not even a reaction shot that says anything. She's just I sitting mean, there like the fuck. To be fair, she ate the first two episodes, so she can take a break this time. Yeah. The that every episodes- time cover, yeah. This uh, episode's wild because, like, we don't even see Rachel until 20 minutes in. We get halfway through. Thank you. I, I realized that as I was pausing shit so I could write my <laughs> notes. Um, but, yeah, this was a fun number. Um, it ends with him running for president. Um, sure. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting because he decided to run for president sort of, like, as an afterthought. Like, he joined all of these other clubs first, and then he's like, oh, yeah, president. Where, where like, if I wanted to be president, then maybe I would join a bunch of other clubs. Like, mm. switch the yeah. other way around. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I did almost run for student body president in college as a joke. But then I didn't. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> would have been a better story for this podcast right now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he, I love this election storyline compared to the season three election bullshit like this oh, is like better. it's way funnier it it's just like a way they use it better it, it wraps up in one episode instead of inexplicably taking half the season yeah it's like i don't blame britney for getting nothing done in her presidency because she didn't be get elected to like what march yeah right <laughs> those she results to graduate in may what yeah. she's supposed to do plan prom I guess. right and then they write her for it. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. But uh, I do appreciate that she goes up to him in the hallway and still calls him Blaine Warbler. Yeah. Brittany S. Pierce remembers that in season two, Kurt refers to his actual literal boyfriend as Blaine Warbler and uh, forgot that he had the last name. And Brittany S. Pierce is like, that's still canon. Right. <laughs> that makes um, sense. That tracks. And then we cut to uh, Kurt trying to choose the perfect outfit because he's interviewing for his internship at Vogue. That worked out pretty nicely for him. For um, like, yeah. we see nothing. No, he's we like, see nothing. He shows up in New York and is like, I think I'll go work for Vogue. And then the next thing we see is, I think I'll, I'm starting my work at Vogue today. You <laughs> know what? I have, Hannah's not here, so I have to express that Hannah would be screaming because she screamed when we did this episode <laughs> way back in like 2021. But like, so, she, so he just shows up no credits, no resume, shows up to this internship. With- online resume, though. He does have an yes. online portfolio, which I was legitimately impressed by. But you know what? I remember when we this rewatch, we had one out- Kurt outfit for the whole first three seasons that we're like, okay, that's a good outfit. Uh, yeah. It's uh, during Love Shack. Um, but mm. this, he, there's a picture of his, uh, like the half sweater that he wore when he sang Pink's Perfect in I Hugged a Girl. Um, because I don't think much kissing happened. But uh, <laughs> it's good. That's good. I, I still live I still from the Glee lesbian. So don't, lesbian <laughs> blogger community, don't at me. But uh, <laughs> it's this half sweater. And it's, I made it the LVP of the episode when we watched it. I hate that half sweater. That <laughs> it is my enemy. It is, you know. Uh, yeah. So. And then he gets an internship. He should be blacklisted from fashion for that sweater. If only there were justice in this universe universe. or the glue universe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We have neither. Um, But you know what we do have, though? What? We have not. Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah, yeah. He's interviewing with Sarah Jessica Parker. (laughs) Right. 
speaking of eating episodes, oh I, I mean, I remember when we I first watched it, I didn't like have much. I was like, okay, she's here. But this time I was like, she's just lovely. She is. She's such a nice person. And like, that's nice because like all of the faculty members or like all the adults in this universe, aside from her, have either been stupid, incompetent or mean or some combination therein. And it's nice that like we just have Sarah Jessica Parker, who like I can imagine like she got the offer and was like, I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to be like anything reminiscent of sex, uh, sex in the city. And she just shows up as a delight and like has yeah. a two minute conversation with Kurt immediately hires him as his intern after roasting Lima, Ohio and breadsticks. And I appreciate <laughs> that. I just don't you like. The, oh, I was just, you know, the phrase never meet your heroes. Like mm-hmm. this is, she's the exact opposite. Like yes. she's the hero you want to meet. Such a yeah. good mentor. She right. is dumping a little bit of her emotional baggage on Kurt very quickly. Very right. little, yeah. um, this is a terrible later, interview. Yeah. That was not great. It's a terrible interview. And I get, I think the connection is supposed to be like, they're both from Ohio. I mean, I, right. as a Midwestern transplant to Los Angeles, I kind of get it. Because it's but, like, oh, we have something in common. But we're missing a scene. We're missing a scene where he does something to like earn her trust. Right. Counterpoint. As a native New Yorker, everyone here is from Ohio. <laughs> really? That's really unfortunate everyone. for New York. Yeah. I know. I agree with you. They're I all literally to make their dreams come true. That's okay. okay what? Whatever. <laughs> Karina knows but the one time what, I stepped out um, of my building and was told go back to Ohio, and I was both relieved and offended at the same time. It's amazing. Alyssa, proceed. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, well, I was wondering what um what she dumps on him. Are we referring to the fact that she got food poisoning? No, but that like she's, she's nervous about her like failed line. And like yeah. Anna Winch, impressing Anna when she's just like her professional insecurities. She's like, hey, like 18-year-old uh who just walked in off the street. Here's all my professional insecurities. That's why it's like we're missing a scene because I could get that they have like a connection. Yes. But, like he hasn't really but... done anything other than show her that stupid half sweater yeah. and a hippo brooch. The hippo I did and catch the hippo brooch, did... Karina. Yeah. This is a blank in my brain space right now because it... I'm I remember the her like pretty much her breakdown after the meeting about leather but i don't remember it in the interview i think she like just he's like oh i i based this outfit off of your like quilted mini skirt collection Mm. right and she's like that collection was such a failure and i was like oh okay yeah and they do a lot of like no be optimistic be presumptuous work hard some real i'm guessing midwestern stuff that happens but yes and just like that He's hired. Moving He's hired. on. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, Midwestern charm gets you pretty far in the city sometimes, but it also gets you in bad situations in the city sometimes. So. I believe that. I believe I that. I did like the line that they hug after she, because he uh, he gets the job on the spot, which never yeah. happens. Yes. Um, and she goes, oh, that thing, referring to the iconic hippo brooch, that thing should come with a warning. And Kurt goes, oh, it did. Yeah. <laughs> that is yep. good, yeah. Um, we cut to the hallway with uh, Brittany and Artie. Um, she wants Artie to be her VP, but he's got enough Something on his college resume. Something that did not exist resume. last year. Right. Yeah. Right. This Which is still points out. Yes. Yeah, they, she creates this for plot purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, but Artie doesn't need to, like, to be the VP. Um, the way that she wins him over is to say, like, you do, you make all the decisions and I'll look pretty. So 
uh, like Artie says, he uh, she wants him to be the Cheney to her Bush and her follow up line with um, landing strip. But yeah, that was wow and hilarious to me. <laughs> Someone wrote that joke. Someone wrote that joke and Heather Morris was like, OK, OK. You know, and Artie also wants to do it to get women. Yeah, he wants to do it to yeah. get girls. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because he He's wants like, a relationship. Yeah, that'll what last was his a while. Line, women like men in power. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Brittany forgot that they dated same girl Uh, (laughs) she also thinks he's part robot which will secure students and vending machines yes yes Yes, she mentions that Um, that's her that's the demo she's aiming for yeah Yeah. Yeah. Brittany's ahead of her time vending machines still don't have voting rights yet once they do one day and truly that's why we make these podcasts is so that we can further the cause also Mm -hmm. I forgot to mention it but like when we see that she's signed up to run for class president again, they have the running joke that Brittany always writes in crayon, but every letter is a different color, which means Brittany yeah. walks around with a handful of crayons and writes each letter individually yeah. with a new crayon. If I was going to write so with long. crayon, that's the way to do it. Like, you don't want to use one crayon. That's basic. It's so much <laughs> well, work. maybe she has one of those um, the oh. kind that have multiple colors in the same oh, package. Yeah. Like this like this? Yes, joke? yes, like that. <laughs> I can beauty blog it. Do I don't know why we own them. <laughs> they might have crayon ones of those. I know they have color pencil versions. They, they right. do. For a while, this was the only pen in our house, and we had to be really careful not to like sign official documents with any of the festive colors. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions, but anyway. Um, Sometimes when so, you move, things happen. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, but it turns out we're back in the Glee Club. They're they're hosting the like Glee Club rule making convention. Um, they call out some meta things from like the previous episodes, which I appreciate. Um, uh, more deaf jokes. Glee loves the deaf jokes. Ugh, yeah, that was a big yikes. Yeah. Um, but like while like while the students are talking or while someone's talking, we just get Will's internal monologue of like, "I'm out of ideas. What do I do?" It's like I, a so his a salute to Autumn and show and TV show themes or something are his ideas. Oh yeah. And Sue right. is like, that all sucks. Yeah. I would yeah. love to know what a salute to Autumn looks like. Me too. Yeah, what's a good autumn song? I think I'm falling for you by Colby Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> um It's Getting Cold by Ian J. Brodsky is a decent autumn song. Oh, oh my god, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Ian, you on my Spotify my... rap next year. Yeah. Ian was part of my Spotify raps this year. Yeah. Yeah. You're on there. You, you were in the top five, but you oh, did. How many it. minutes did y'all listen? Oh. Total? Total. Oh. 40,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I think am, mine's around the same thing. I'm like 39. Yeah. Glee cast made it in the top 43? five to my fame. So. Oh, that's nice. Wait, you listened to Glee through Spotify? <laughs> Glee. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I don't listen to a lot of the same, like a lot of like one artist, right? Oh, Glee Cast is also in mine. Yeah, it was Taylor Swift, Carly Rae Jepsen, Glee Cast, Kesha, Lady Gaga. Um, Uh, I will note that Sue says to Will that his he needs a new job. He's done with teaching because he fulfilled his childhood dream. So his lack of adult friends means he's well on his way to becoming a pedophile birthday clown. Yeah. Yikes. And then she yeah. goes on like a fat phobic rant of yeah. the fat. Right. Like starting. you're either going to be fat um, 
or an alcoholic, alcoholic. or both. She says morbidly obese, and it shows like an average overweight <laughs> middle-aged yeah. woman. It's like right, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's. And then she she's like going on this like thing about like they're all like disgusting, and I'm like, so Glee really just like created that we hate teachers trend. Yes, that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> We were just talking about it on another episode, but, like, we just realized just how much punching down this show does. And, like, it is evident so far in the first three episodes of season four. There's a lot of punching down. Which, you know, I was in a conversation about Glee last night, and I will give Glee this in that by... It was a tactic, but, like, Glee was like, okay, we'll talk about, like, gay rights and stuff and acceptance. But in order to make it palatable to that era of audience member they did a lot of punching down yeah and but mm-hmm. it still created a lot of progress but just right. now in hindsight it's like ooh. But you know what so is, so are like beloved shows like the office oh yeah uh, you know i, I no would say one, friends like, is you know it's so easy to connect with pain that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's simple it's simple and low, right? <laughs> But at the same time, like if I, if you're running out of things for people to connect with, you I, got something. Yeah. I will um, also say that in this terrible like rant against teachers, they cut to the one teacher who appears to be pouring a nip of alcohol onto a saltine cracker, and that right. did make me laugh. I was like, "That's <laughs> someone that's fucked up." That the yeah, little physical just, bits they do in the teachers' yes. lounge are always my favorite. Just a little nip of vodka on your saltine cracker. I yeah. actually thought this episode was pretty funny. Like. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, this is good. Like, it's been a while since I've watched a Glee episode, and that was like, oh, nice. You know, like, that was fun. And that's how I Amazing. felt. Amazing. So Great. Um, we got uh, Sam wanting to be Brittany's running mate now. Um, but because, like, she was jealous, uh, he was jealous that um, she chose Artie. Um, but, of course, Sam can't be her VP because that would be Artie. So she essentially pawns him off on Blaine. And um, it kind of works because... Yeah. Um, Sam can kind of be the sort of like straight white male relatable middle America vote to Blaine's like more elitist, albeit gay, like persona, like the the prep school boy. Um, And it kind of works. Um, And then uh, first order of business is a debate, which Sam doesn't know what that is. And that's kind of (laughs) I don't know. Sam's what's the debate? I just laugh. (laughs) Court is so funny. He's he's so so funny. Yeah. But for he some says reason, all these like, like kind of smart things where he's like, "Look, here's some good points. I can really help you out." And then it's like, "Okay, what's the debate, though?" <laughs> right. And I like for some reason that like it's so funny, but it also bothers me at the same time. Like I don't know. I feel like it's like pick a lane in a way, but I maybe I'm the yeah. minority here. Also, like just because in the past it was like maybe Finn's stupid, maybe Sam's stupid. Like they never. Yeah, everyone's just kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah. They're dumb when it's convenient. Yeah, and maybe that's it. it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're back in vogue. It's time to talk about dot, 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 leather, but in unexpected ways. (laughs) I did. So that one guy who's like, talking about belts, and then he's like, the belt is a punishment. The The belt belt is is a reward. reward. (laughs) Congratulations. 
congratulations to this man who just got a small residual check from the four of us today. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? He invented BDSM. So good for him. <laughs> yeah. Right uh, there on in September 2012. <laughs> Didn't exist before then. I don't know what Rihanna was singing about. No. In Six and Stones. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> leather socks, suede underpants. Did you go off your meds again? Good. I like it. Like that was that was wild. Sorry for this woman. Yeah. To be fair, I was digging the idea. I think that would be like pretty great. Suede underpants. Suede underpants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, someone try that. Ears, isn't that the That's thing? true. Yeah, yeah. a cow hyperzier would be. Wow. Listen, <laughs> I'm sweating. Those from of you in this, in this you know, conversation I'm, who don't wear brassiers don't get a visible bras. Are <laughs> That's fair. No, you're <laughs> correct. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely am thinking, like, someone try that out. Report back. Write in gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Let us know how that works. Yeah. Um. So. They, uh, she's like, cool, good work, take a break, because all the rules are off the table. And then, like, this is really where we get into, like, the crux of her, like, not being the most professional boss. This because is where most of the dumping happens, yeah. She, she right. sees this little 18-year-old, like, twink intern, and is like, time for me, time for me to tell him everything. I'm like, you don't know him. Right. Like, I guess he's, he has that innocent Midwestern optimism and charm, so, like, you, like, maybe she's like, oh, I can trust him. But uh yeah, don't trust people even if you just met yeah. because they could be psychopaths and he could have yeah, really. taken her down from the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have betrayed her trust really quick, gone right up to mm-hmm. the wind door. And- I mean, mm-hmm. it's day two. Yeah, it is only <laughs> yeah, day yeah. Two. <laughs> it might like, actually be day one. We don't that's, know. That's right. <laughs> we really are missing a scene where she like he does something to impress her and earn this trust. Instead, all we've seen him doing is bringing coffee. Yeah. And so, like, and, like, we learned this whole thing came about because, like, the secretary's cat died, so she was going to consider animal hides. Um, And so now she's, like, feels stuck in making it leather, and she's doubting her instincts and all these crazy ideas because she's locked into a job she doesn't. It's, like, she can't fail again. It's a whole imposter syndrome thing. Um, yes. I, but, like, I felt very connected to this as an artist. I was like, yeah. they really nailed every single artist out there. Mm-hmm. Relatable. And of course it's on Kurt to be like, no, like who hasn't failed big once in their life? And if you don't and if you can't afford your one bedroom apartment in Soho, just live with my other 18-year-old roommate and I in our palatial loft in Bushwick. Absolutely not. You cannot offer your boss to live with you, Kurt. Absolutely not. What if I, I think go that up was my the boss? moment when she realized that she did a boo-boo. Yeah. And like yeah. she was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna walk done? up to one of my bosses tomorrow who lives like next door to my ex-girlfriend and say, Hey, if that doesn't work out, come chill with me in Washington Heights. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes. With Lynn Manuel. Yes. Yeah. Parting it up. So, yeah, this is where I realized that we were 15 minutes in and no Rachel yet. That's also Um, where I realized. It was like, damn, we still haven't seen her yet. mm -hmm. Cut to the hallway. Everyone is uh, coming to the debate specifically to see Britney say something stupid, which we know is her, like, that's her pain point. I did like this, a point for continuity where Artie is, like, reading her and like is has learned his lesson not to call yeah. her stupid and it's like you aren't stupid you just see things in a 
magical way that no one else can understand. But yeah, everyone can continuity. Say something stupid. So then they're they're practicing. Uh, Artie says, "Okay, what's your favorite color?" In <laughs> oh, challenge my Filipino. He <laughs> says Filipino. They work hard and they're really loyal to their families. And I just went, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and because Blaine asked Sam, like, what should you do about lowering test scores? And he's like, stop giving people tests. Yeah, they're too but hard. They're, they're hard. too hard and, and there's too many. And I'm like, honestly, though, correct. Is it, I mean, correct. Good point. Better he answer than Brittany's. <laughs> <Pino's>. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> anyway, we launch right into another song called Make Me Over. It's um, not called that. Do you know what this song is called? I don't. What is it called? American something. American. This song inexplicably is called Celebrity Skin. Celebrity Skin, yeah. Okay. I actually really like this Glee cover because it's not Me a too. song you would ever expect Glee to do. No, that's exactly right. It's not a pairing we get a lot. Like, that's not two pe- voices yeah. being featured. And it's so out of the realm of what Glee normally covers for songs. And the, the visuals are good. Like, you see the makeover, you see the energy. The, it's like this whole presidential pastiche thing. It's entertaining. It's, like, filmed, like, a music video style with, like, Britney, cut, like, having, like, cutting away from herself and singing directly to mm-hmm. other Britney. Yeah. It's very stylized. Yeah. I don't know, man. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not for me, babes. It's yeah. not for me. Snow for me, dog. Um, I mean, like, right. like it felt like sort of out of the Heather Morris, Britney, like wheelhouse. Which, like, fine, do it, take the chance or whatever. And like, Cord is doing just fine. He looks like a solid Republican douche at the end. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I'll give that to you guys. You guys can have that. Like, and like, I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum here. I mean, to be fair, I did not like Britney's voice singing this song. And then when Cord started singing the next half of it, I was, it was almost like relief on my yeah. ears. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of when they had Britney do Christmas rapping on the Christmas episode last year. The Merry Christmas, but I think I'll skip this one this year, where you're like, this is an interesting song that doesn't really work for her voice, but I'm I mean, glad they went for it. You are talking to uh, a Christmas rapping fan. I love that song. No, I yeah, do. that's a fun one. I just but, don't no, love her cover of it. Again, to speak for Hannah, the Glee Christmas rapping cover is her favorite Christmas song of all time. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'll give that to her. I'm thinking about it now and I I I'm for it. Yeah. Uh that that was really that was information was revealed in our first episode. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. We cut to uh Kurt's here. Oh, Kurt from Gilmore Kurt. Girls. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say I had the same note. <laughs> like, oh Kurt. yeah, yeah. Kurt from Gilmore Girls is here um, for he the show choir meeting. Yes, one line and one reaction shot, and I was like, "Good for him." He collected a check. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this, this is where the deaf jokes were. Yeah. Yes. Because the first um, scene, they were like, "How come some glee clubs do three songs and others do one?" Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Out of all the people I expected to see today, the Mr. What's his name from the Deaf Choir was not Scarlet one of them. Fever guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just called him Scarlet Fever in my notes. Yeah, but that is not correct. Right, yeah. and it's like we truly did not need this guy to come back. It no. could have been no. just three new people, and we, as the audience, fully would have believed that these are the show choir overlords. We would have. He's doing a new. He's good. He wants to go on this blue ribbon panel to like save the arts. 
And they said they they want like superstars like Demi Lovato planting that. Demi yeah. Lovato. Remember, right. remember, this is not the first time I think Demi Lovato has come up in the Glee universe. Because I feel like we've totally had to put a pin in that before. And I don't okay. remember why. Okay. And it, I mean, I think she also comes up next next week for you guys. Yeah. Next episode, yeah. All right. Cool. He's like, he's not to talk about Shu, but he's still like uninspired. He wants to do this to make a change for people. He wants to make meaningful change. And um, he is okay. the worst white liberal. I'm just going to That's say it. That. That's it. Yeah. Thank you. He's constantly chasing the feeling of doing good as opposed to actually doing good. We're like doing good. And this is, we all, it's, we all have this where you chase the feel, but like doing good is like being a teacher, like hard, yeah. consistent work you see multiple classes graduate you know like rachel maybe graduated but what about poor little marley yeah you know? gonna who's gonna mentor her how are you supposed to be supergirl without yeah, you yeah. thank you teaching her how to sing you know or your new songs. protege jake puckerman who you really got off on the wrong foot with you went through his file yeah boundaries Freaky. Will does not know boundaries, and we know no, that from the we know that from episode we, one. <laughs> one. Yeah, from the jump. Um, yeah, but who cares about that? Because Rachel is finally here. Yay! Yep. Um, and uh, yay! I don't know. Yay. It was it was a sarcastic <laughs> yay. Just yeah. Okay. You know, I was kind <laughs> of surprised yay. Kate Hudson wasn't here. So random ballerinas were being mean. I no, was we just have other bullies. Eye. Yeah. Right. With a funny like, little timely lena dunham joke i absolutely <laughs> forgot and when that when rachel is first in new york she wears like bright colors i forgot <laughs> yeah 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 and i what i will say like a plus in this episode for like having the universal new york bodega coffee mug or a bodega coffee cup mm-hmm. um that maybe that's just for me but i i appreciate that and kurt's all like you have to stop dressing you're in high school in ohio um, let's get you a new wardrobe that you don't have to pay for at midnight. So the plan is they break into Vogue and so that they can access it's, this intern to steal these clothes is what it sounds like. That's not what they do. Yeah. It, it's no. First of all, they're eating dinner at midnight on the floor because apparently they still have a table. Fine. They're not eating dinner. They start to eat dinner and then they fucking leave. And my one yeah. thought was they're gonna die of hunger because yeah. they haven't eaten dinner and it's already midnight and they left. And Maybe they had to they go should... from Bushwick to Vogue headquarters, which we know is right. in Midtown. Just take That's... the Chinese with you. That also like maybe if they just stopped and ate dinner, they wouldn't do that because they realized that they were just <laughs> reacting out of hunger. Yeah, yeah. The breaking into Vogue on like the first week of his internship. Way right, to get like fired at, at most. <laughs> and like, why does he have the access codes? What intern has access codes? I know. Yeah, well, and they again, had to get past security because I assume there's building security because you can't just walk into Vogue at any, especially at midnight. Well, I could imagine it's one thing if you show your badge to security at the front desk and you're like, yeah, one of the executives needed me to pull something from the computer or get a file or whatever. But it's different for him to like walk into the office and then like enter the punch code for what we find out is the couture vault. So nuclear proof, nuclear bomb proof or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Sarah Jessica Parker catches them and he's like, oh, we want to do a music video for the site. And Sarah Jessica Parker's like, bet. I'm in. 
let's sing a mashup of Someday with your Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile. You know, I'm just getting flashbacks to my brother saying my hobo performance was underwhelming from when I was in Annie, you know? <laughs> I played a hobo too when I, I was mean, in Annie. Ev- everyone has to play a hobo in Annie. Almost everyone, yeah. Yep. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, so... We were all in Annie, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, the, what's crazy, and this is so... This is an epidemic of season four New York in Glee and le- bleeding into season five, too, and then these characters get almost everything they could ever want so yeah. easily. And, like, it... An interesting storyline is Isabel, you know, maybe she doesn't like Kurt. He breaks into the vault and then she's like, wait, well, you have some good ideas. You're edgy. Well, yeah. I'm not saying I'd love that, but that's okay. That's that's an efficient storyline. And or something. she loves Kurt. And then she's like, hey, um, you broke into the couture vault with your roommate. That's you not professional. Yeah. Right. Instead, she's just like perfect adult. She's like, oh, actually, I love this. Yeah, Let's you do... broke into your workplace at midnight and made me come down to come here because I thought someone was stealing all of our couture. Love that for you. She was supposed yeah. to be at dinner with Steve Buscemi and Yoko Ono, but they canceled. Heartbreaking. Yeah, and so she goes to work. Well, she yeah. I think that she hears the yeah. alarm. Yeah, I assume she gets like notifications when someone yeah. breaks oh, into the that's right. vault. They were in black and white, presumably yeah, that some... was security camera. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, yeah, they just do the makeover and they put Rachel in all these different looks. They film her. her. She does not get to keep them, I assume. No. Right. She gets no. the new, what, the new season four Rachel hair. Yes. And if. I guess it's like supposed to make her feel more confident. And then right, that is yeah. over. And if and anything that she was put in, like what, it serves no functional purpose for her to have a makeover. Yeah. yeah. Also, and I don't know if y- all y'all know this, but this was a little meta in that um, and Andrew, not Andrea McCardle, um, Sarah Jessica Parker did play Annie in the original run of Annie on Broadway. So oh, it's cute that go. they gave her a little bit of a uh, never fully dressed without a smile. Okay, okay, fun. I will give them that. That makes that a little better for me, actually, because I yeah. didn't make this scene. No, there's it's... there's no reason for there ever to be two different makeover montages in one Correct. episode. Yeah, agreed. Mm, you know what? Maybe I don't. I love a makeover montage, but two doesn't that like diminish it? But I don't even. I wouldn't even put this in that category because she doesn't change. No, well, she I, does in the next scene we see her. I was going to ask. There's no obligatory uh, goofy outfit. No, so, and there's right. no there's no reveal on Love Princess Diaries at the end where they like yeah turn right. her around and she has her new haircut. And again, she was um, just saying, like, I can't afford a new wardrobe. Apparently she can, though, because she does mm-hmm. later in the episode. Yeah. Got Jeff Goldblum money. That's, mm, that's true. true. That's true. She just called Daddy and was like, this is fine now. <laughs> Dad, um, I don't want any more color. I only want to wear black forever. Welcome forever. No, to I live in New York now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not in a goth way, in like a sexy way. Yeah. In a fashion week way. Um. We get a quick cutaway to Kurt and Blaine chatting. Um, he shouts out Grace Papaya, which, okay, I'll give that to them. Kurt but, is so self-centered, though. He's only willing true. to write himself. Doesn't want to talk and, about bow ties at all. Yeah, that is a lighthouse on the horizon <laughs> of Kurt and Blaine's relationship. Mm. Put a pin in the concept of lighthouses, Ian. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Walking that in the back of my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does bring up here... Uh, 
yeah, my running mate is a former stripper. And I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's- an underage stripper. Underage he stripper. Is, he was a junior. A jun- so he was 16. Yeah. No, he was a sophomore. Oh, wait, no, he was a junior. He's a, he was junior, a junior, because yeah. now he's a senior. Yeah. Now he's a senior. Right. I forgot we aged up a year. The glam uh-huh. line. The glam line is rough. Nothing. And it's, you're only in for more confusing glam line. So. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, Will visits Emma, and my note was, oh, right, they're engaged. Um, Emma's the character, I guess. We haven't, I forgot Emma existed, and then I was like, oh my gosh, she's she's in this episode. I was yeah. very happy. We haven't seen her in ages. Right. Yeah, Emma played by Jamma Mays of Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> and of, um, dis- uh, now of Disenchanted. Oh, yeah. Yes. They don't yeah. even give her a song. Yeah. Um, her and Yvette Nicole Brown are there just to be sidekicks, and I'm like, there are so many opportunities for songs. Different podcast, but different podcast. <laughs> you know, but they got that check, so good for them. Oh, 100 percent It seems like Lee is like when an adult is running into problems, the only solution is to like go into politics for it. Oh, this like, is uh, just, this is just what Bert did. Yeah, last season. Yeah, that's With true. Lower stakes. <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, he's just trying to, like, help the arts, even though the Glee Club isn't being directly threatened. Well, that's also what Bert's platform was when he was running for Congress, was, like, I'm going to help the arts. And so, on top of that, what sucks about the scene is that it's once again Will being like, hey, um, cool if we sort of put our relationship on hold to fulfill my needs for a bit. And Emma's like, yeah, totally. The wedding can wait. The wedding can wait. I'm going to wait in a new way soon. I was very upset because he goes in and he's like, yeah, there's just, I'm going to be away for however months he says. And he's like, and I'm worried about the kids. They're like, why are you talking to her about the children? You should be talking to her about your relationship and how this Mm -hmm. is going to impact it. Right. (laughs) Will, I would, you know, that Will has this whole arc, right? Where he's like, he wants to be a dad and whatever, but he, Red dad, red flags here. He's constantly chasing like new fulfillment. He can never right? be fulfilled where he is. I'm like, that's why they made the whiz. So, like, you should know this by now, Will. You know, Will only does research when it comes up for a class or for a, the topic of the week or whatever. Yeah. Whatever with this man. Um, Basically. Mm-hmm. We cut to the a 2012 presidential debate moderated by Sue. I love this scene. I love it. This was this so was fun. great. I love that there's like <laughs> six people in the audience. One of I them is Marley. It. One of them is Marley. One of them is Stoner Jake Brett. with two girls. <laughs> and one of them Brett. is Stoner Brett. Yeah. And Sue was Who just has like, some things to say. Sue is like, why we're we doing this? Why is why is this happening? Why do we have vice presidents now? And, Who knows? and why are they all Glee Club members? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Who are allegedly unpopular. Right. Um. And t- t- it's probably terrible, but like she, her whole like monologue throughout the scene was so funny because she was like, you know them as the pimp and the gimp, which yeah. bad, but <laughs> funny, but bad. And then calling him stumbles right on the heels of that bad, <laughs> bad Sue, but funny, but bad. Um, and Artie doesn't really do well with the first question. It starts with like, we need to support the overworked and underpaid faculty. And then it goes into like Elizabeth Warren style 19 point yeah. plans. Do you not, have, are there not cutoffs in debates? Like you only get yeah. a certain amount of time. Absolutely is. I did high school debate. Right. Have cutoffs. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. Especially because yeah. no one's that interested. Yeah. 
I was in debate and watching another person's debate was hard. It's like when you're doing it, it's like, oh my gosh, but then you're watching it, you're like. I did like that Sam gives Blaine fashion advice, says lose the bow tie. It makes you look like a young Orville Redenbacher. (laughs) He was right. He was right. And this is, so this is the birth of my, the most realistic best friendship on Glee that could also be a ship, but I still Mm -hmm. also like it as a friendship. The Blam pairing. I do love Blam. Because mm-hmm. those actors fan. actually seem like they're friends, like when they're interacting, like on screen. I think they are IRL, but like they can portray friends. And he's like giving him the advice that Kurt, you know, is too self-centered to give. Like, yeah. oh, this is what you should do for your debate, you know. Um, he, he and like Kurt is just like, oh, you'll always look fine. You know, you're fine. Yeah, you know? absolutely. The next question is for Sam, which is like, you are a stripper. Aren't you ashamed? No, he's not. And so he just strips on stage, which I can't imagine is legal. But could get you a lot of votes. I mean, definitely awesome. effective. How he is he not strips- suspended? But it seems like, well, he only strips for the legal amount of time. They could play sexy and I know it perhaps without getting <laughs> um, yeah. copyright. Yeah. So it's about 10 seconds that he strips. And he, he only takes his shirt off, which yeah. I think was a smart, that was a calculated move. You know, mm, just sure. enough where he wouldn't just get in that much trouble, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we cut to the president. Blaine drags Brittany for her uh, inaction and for her banning hair gel. Um, it is uh, the first step to tyranny. Soon they'll start burning like, books. Yeah. And maybe first, people as well. First they came for the hair gel and I said nothing because I don't have hair gel. <laughs> I loved it. I love. I I love like nerd over the top blame. Like that was so funny. Like and soon people maybe, <laughs> right? And Brittany's um, like, "That's a lie." <laughs> and Brittany's response is like, "They should." I love the school and I love you, so we should ban summer vacation and weekends. Really, <laughs> Brett. Um, Brett, Brett, Summer Brett, not a Summer Brett. Get to the leaves. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the debate. We cut to, um, oh, I say, I, I wrote this down wrong. I wrote Isabel talks to SJP, which is the same person. Yes. Um, which, <laughs> I have exactly one note from the scene, which is Kurt's wearing a tail. Wait, yes. What? <laughs> yes. He has a tail. He has a fox on his shirt and a tail. Yep. Yeah. How did I miss he, that? He's, he's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Anything he's furry bounding. He's not yeah. fully dressing like a furry, like, you know, Disney bounding. He's like, yeah. I'm implying a furry, but I'm he's not just a little taste furry. of furry. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you what happened in this scene because the whole time I was just like, why is he wearing a tail? What the fox say? Mm. What <laughs> does the fox say? <laughs> why did he wear this during that number? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And um, then, uh, yeah, she's again oversharing. And- yeah. And like, I guess Anna liked the uh, the the video they did. The video? Yeah, the they're going to reshoot it with an actual model in Bali, but okay. Fair. Yeah. I think there's like a lot the of Ohio glorification is, here. Not episode scene is that like Sarah Jessica Parker is like, Kurt, you have a real eye for fashion. You should give up your Broadway dreams and pursue fashion. Right. And from what I recall, this plot goes nowhere. No, it goes nowhere. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Which sucks because it should, because it actually what? is. It an sounds like a thing. great plot. Yeah, no, I agree with her. And he should go into fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I agree yeah. with any of his fashion choices, but I would be behind it. 100%. If he's able to if get what happened to the ground the floor at 18 at Vogue and like sticks with it, and he could really get himself somewhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But 
they don't pursue this as a plot, which I think sucks because I think it had actual interesting potential. Yeah, SJP yeah. kind of disappears at some point. I can't remember. They couldn't exactly. be here forever. Yeah, Bummer. maybe that's why the plot I mean, doesn't go anywhere. They're like, we can't follow. We can't follow anything up. <laughs> that, that I'm kind of bummed to hear that, that doesn't go anywhere because yeah, that sorry. could actually have pay off. Yeah. Um, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Well, that doesn't matter because they say you haven't settled into New York until you've had your first makeover. Yeah, Fuck you. Was your Connor. first makeover. Um, it hasn't happened yet because I'll, I guess you're not I'll settled I, in. You're not settled, yeah. are you? Yeah. I. Okay, fine, but his. <laughs> but like, yeah, all that all that happened with me is I could afford to buy better clothes. I mean, yeah. anyway, honestly, a lot of makeover. That's a lot of the makeover. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Classism, fine. baby. Um, <laughs> that's fair yeah no you're right anyway his took six months fuck you um four years ago he was a scrawny boy but the seniors took him under his wing introduced him to the gym and boom everyone wants to fuck him what the fuck well because <laughs> so rachel says and now every girl wants to date you and he's like yeah which is something yeah, right? people say to be hot on tv but if someone said that irl you'd be like okay conceited okay. Like, that's a little yeah, too I, much. Like, because he doesn't make it enough of a joke. He takes it very seriously. Yeah. Yes. Every well, girl does want to fuck me. He has no personality beyond being shirtless most of the time. So. Yeah. Mm. Okay. He's hot in a very 2013 way. Yes. I hated everything about this scene and the upcoming song. So. Yeah. yeah. He. Yeah. She's like, hey, I'm Leah Michelle. I need to do a musical number this episode. Yep truly like they were they were they were both like what a coincidence i too have to sing a brand new song every day to keep my away from it basically being it's in my contract yeah yeah um and, and so now we have to sit through them singing a rocked out version of a cheryl crow song while they gallivant through new york city which is empty yeah. Yeah. Thought city, that like where are all the people city was Aren't right and the rapture happened have you seen the kid the left behind club yet is that no. that's this year it'll come soon but the rapture happened in new york it's just them and that old man they make take a dozen pictures of them flexing <laughs> how are there no idea he's a father yeah how, how are there no people on the high line like i think that's I've, true. I've literally been to new york once and i've been there and i was like that was crowded yes it was very crowded yeah and like so fun fact the first time i ever went to the high line karina took me when she I lived did. in new york that sounds like me yeah, it's a good place to take people. No, and free. like, yeah, it's it's free, and like, it is gen like a genuinely awesome like like yeah. attraction. It's something fun to do. It's a good. It takes up time, but like, if I were to have seen those two on the High Line, song and dance aside, I would be like, "Fuck these people!" Go Literally, I would think go back to Ohio, mm -hmm. and I would want to push them off the High Line because, because they're like, she's taking pictures of him flexing. Gross. gross. Also, I don't know where they got that ice cream. Like, and the sexy there, ice cream eating, fuck disgusting. no. Oh, it was nose. gross. No, okay, nobody eats just ice cream like that. We had a discussion about that. I know, I because, remembered it too, but yeah, I'm bringing it up again. <laughs> I can't even remember what I said, but usually in our dynamic, I'm the one who will do something dumb to be sexy. Um, I don't know if I've ever put ice cream on my nose. It just seems like a mess. And then they yeah. like finish seeing, and there's so much heaving. They're just like pant, like the captions say like heavy panting, and I'm like, gross. <laughs> oh no, gross mm. and stop. Yeah. Yuck! 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 I hate yeah. this. And like, no like, one ships them. I bet there's no. like no Ao3 no. Brody X Rachel. Sorry. 
Roadie. Karina would know better than I would. I'll look um, it up right now. <laughs> please. <laughs> and like, I'm sure there is one at least. There's at least one. There's I'm sure. Also, there's like, this earrings is, for literally everything. Yeah, the, and this Add is just a logistical test, thing. Please. Yeah. Ugh. They got uh they got to the High Line from what the West Village really quick. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But no, it's uh, we should if we are ever going to, we always need to rag on Glee for not understanding the geography of New York. Oh, we do that for Ohio because <laughs> yeah. they don't, Amazing. So you don't understand Ohio. the geography of anything. Well, they really don't. I think because in the Glee verse, you can transport via musical number, like in Lenny right. Zelda, mm. when he like writes a song that teleports him. Because like every almost every time they go to New York, they are singing a song to get there that is true yeah and there's often a hat involved can you so. imagine if you could actually do that in real life you'd sing a song to get to a place and then all of the people who can't like hit the right notes end up in the wrong place Ooh, that's Alyssa, nice. this so is most my dream. Of the yeah i'm just... stuck i can't this is you my know. dream i would get i would be so much more efficient oh my god thank you for this <laughs> i could get to work in no time thank you I'm going to say the majority of people still take cars because if they fuck it up, they're screwed. But right. if you're really good at singing, you can teleport. <laughs> What's the verdict on the AO3 thing? Um, 65. Okay, so. That's 64 more than we expected. Followed closely by 52 works of Rachel Berry and Cassandra July. So. Yikes. Uh, out of how many, like, total glee fix stories, yeah. Oh, 41,000. 41,000. Okay, so literally a drop in the bucket. Literally mm-hmm. the most popular Rachel ship is with Quinn, so. Fuck yes. Um, But also, I mean, I would apologize for swearing so much, but this just got me so riled up. Um, no, as it should. Not, it was a terrible so, thing. Not, and like, not only, on top of all this, this guy's voice is just so generic. Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I couldn't tell you what he sounded like. Right. I don't and, even remember him his right. singing. Like <laughs> there's nothing. There's truly mm-hmm. nothing special about this guy. And then we have to sit through a, a change would do you good by Cheryl Crow as they do all of this. Um and it ends with oh, it ends up with them being like in the studio. They end up in like this intimate like dance dig. Yep. Heaving, mm-hmm. happy <laughs> panting, gross. Yeah. And Rachel invites him to cook. Uh, invites him to cook him dinner at yeah the formerly mentioned palatial loft in Brooklyn. Yes, we'll put a pin in that. Becky's back to ring in the morning announcements. Sue announces the winner, which is left by a cliffhanger. But it was really funny to me when she was like, "Like Becky, lead us in or whatever," and she's like, "What? Okay, not feeling the xylophone for- flourish." I thought my I thought my TV like froze because the pause was so long. And yeah. then it went on. I was like, that was fucking funny. You yep. got me there. Becky X xylophone content in Glee. Peak. Amazing. Top tier humor. It's so good. It's some of the best <laughs> Becky bits. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. We don't deserve Becky. Um, And so, turns out, Blam wins. That is Blam. Blaine, Blaine and Sam. Um, It's a good my team favorite, name. My favorite Glee yeah. tip. Oh. I, I picked know. this episode because... It was blam. It's like I don't need to do a blam stuff. So. Now, now, do we get more of this friendship, or is this kind yeah. of like no? yes? Okay, yes. great. Yeah, that's why it's like it's the like one consistent friendship on Glee. Yeah, oh, wow. it works. Like, yeah. When people go in and out of friendships with Mercedes, like a road hitting door. Quinn Mercedes, Kurt Mercedes, Rachel Mercedes. 
And then, but like, Blam is like, Blam is forever. Yeah. (laughs) But, and Artie got what he wanted anyway because Sugar invited him on a date. Horseback riding. He, yeah, horseback riding. He he hopes it doesn't involve being dragged by the horse. (laughs) Yeah. But throwback to Sugar, you know, keep track of that girl. Right. See where, see, like, see, where, see where she goes. I but mean, is Joe here? Is, I didn't see. I Joe. didn't see him today. I, I think he popped him. up in like a reaction shot or two or something. Really? I think I, I could be wrong. Keep track of Joe and Sugar's in time and space. Where they, I will. When they are there when they aren't. It is. I will because it was just like it was such a I guess a pleasant question mark surprise when we saw them at the beginning of season four. We genuinely just assumed they would have evaporated. Many people do. Like, good right. old Matt. Well, Sugar oh my God, wasn't Matt. actually in the episode, right? She was um, just mentioned. No, she, she, no, she was here. Sugar's been in the episodes, she's even if she doesn't know anything. No, this, this one? No, yeah, she's shouting. When? Yeah. And then when they win, I she's like, yay, we know them. Oh, yeah. Yes. She oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she had a line. Um, and she um, and she got paid, yeah. So, uh, Kurt is planning a ball. Uh, allegedly, I think that's allegedly. I think it's allegedly. Allegedly, um, but this is where Blaine or Kurt ignores Blaine's call. Uh oh. Okay, and, and two people okay. made rookie mistakes here. First yeah. of all, Blaine, why are you calling? This is a, you know, you know, text first because yeah. you know your boyfriend has a job now and can't always answer the phone. Mm-hmm. That's not ignoring you. That's just life. But yeah, Kurt was in a normal situation. Yeah, to like not, to not answer the phone. But yeah. Kurt, why'd you decline the? Why'd you decline it instead of just letting it? Yeah, because well, declining mm-hmm. to me is like more deliberate than just not answering and letting it pick up the voicemail. Well, it's it's also multiple calls, right? No, Maybe I think it's only one. Because it someone calls me multiple times within, I'm like, oh, like you might be in trouble. Like this like, is an throughout emergency. the episode. Yeah. I know there's a couple. There's some calls, and I think a few go unmet. Yeah, I think. I think this is the only one. Because the other time yeah, we I see thought... them talking on Skype a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Was that? but he calls and Kurt declines it because he's in a meeting, which is well, all not very a meeting. Normal. They're drinking champagne, right? Barely. I mean, they're schmoozing, yeah. but that's it's a, like, it's like a networking. Yeah, like, I would yeah, not answer a call in that time. Yeah. So I get it, but like, just be like, "Hey, at work right now." Call you later. Yeah, call you later. Yeah. yeah. It's much more dramatic than, or much less dramatic than they're making it out to be. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but we're also know, all adults here. So we're like, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so they say yep. Artie's half robot, but we say on Glee that Blaine is a love bot. Mm. He was programmed <laughs> to love. And like, now he's like, wait, I made the weirdest life choices in pursuit of yeah. love. He right. was like, he talks about, he just now realized he transferred to McKinley only for Kurt and didn't, and that's a mistake. Yeah. Shout it's out like, to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend moving to West Covina. Yep. Oh my God, I love that show. Oh, perfect um, show, perfect show. Perfect show. But like, and on top of that, it's not even the first time Blaine has realized this. We see in the whole like, Kurt maybe going off to New York arc in season three that he was like, yeah. I transferred here for you. And... Now that here we are. Like a you problem, Blaine. Yeah, yeah. that's a little yes, crazy absolutely. to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Insert Hannah explaining the different the geographical difference between Westerville and Lima. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and on top of that, like, like this is where he's realizing he had like he doesn't have anything without Kurt. Like he's yeah. right. saying he's out loud. Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. He literally just signed up for every single extra curricular. 
to fill his friends. Yeah. Yeah. But um, then Sam is like, no, bro. We'll be yeah, friends. friends. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You we, love us. Yeah, he's like, we show that like you can be cool. Like gay guys can get along with straight guys, you know. Which was, I guess, a little edgier to say at the time than yeah. it is in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, we like, I didn't get along. Like, I didn't really get Kurt, but like, I get you. Like, you're a gay bro, you know? Which, like, um, they're really, they're just okay. both nerds, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Right. They're both nerds <laughs> in like theater jock clothing. Yeah. Right. Shout out to, I don't know where Sam's living. I guess his parents moved back to Ohio. We may never know. That's um, true. Point. Still in that's the school. Yeah. Still living in the school. He does say at one point, like, his family's on food stamps. So yeah, but are they on food stamps in Kentucky? In that or Ohio. Kitchen? Right. They're just great chemistry. And, like, this was actually, like, a, a meaningful scene. And yes. that is going to be... It, there's it more of those in season up. four than you think. It sets something up for the future, and we love that. Yeah. It's great. This will be relatively consistent. So that's great. We love it. Wow. That. New territory. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Turns out Sam voted for Brittany. That's cute. Um, also, like their friendship is kind of sweet. Yeah, that yeah. like what they've been able to build. Um, that's that's cute. She says he always knows how to say the right thing, which is I do think that is kind of a Sam quality in this later mm-hmm. half of the show. I feel like he's kind of yeah. two different characters. Like, right. Uh, but the later half of the show, he does tend to know the right thing to say, similar to Brittany sometimes. And he does, he's also doing his George Bush impression a lot. And yeah, uh, and he does a really bad John Wayne. I, I do like that he <laughs> right. says it as like a, a nerve response. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, I got nervous. Shu, it, it turns out Shu was mailing in the application. Um, he requests a rec from Sue, who already wrote Why? one. Which makes no sense. Like, he's a direct descendant so of many, Harriet Tubman. Yeah. There's so many other people he could have requested one from. I don't know, yeah. Beast. Beast, Emma, Yo, literally anyone. Yeah. yeah, anyone. I I just realized we haven't seen Beast since season three. I don't yeah. even know when the next time. I know we will see her again, but I do not know okay, when. Yeah. The the Sue Will frenemies thing is the most tired. It's already tired, and it's going to be more tired, and they will never get yeah. tired of making it tired. It's yep. it's so tired, especially because Sue is like one character that we do get a little bit of payoff and growth from. Like she's no yeah, longer then there it gets to real back right. every time, which I yeah. expect. But like even her being, even her saying like, "I want you out of here this time in a good way." It's like okay, like you could have ended it there. Like the whole yes, like you could have just had something new after that. Yeah, that's I think that's where I'm like, ugh, because that's like this could have been a really good scene. I mean, Jane Lynch is a phenomenal actor, yeah. you know, like, but it's like they're not going to be consistent with that. And like Sue's just going to scheme so much. Mm. Uh, can't wait till you see that Nicki Minaj wig. Mm-hmm. Ah, haunted. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that this, this doesn't matter. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah, it's, it's Sue and Sue and Will are friends for now. I forget that Will goes on that panel. I know it's not. Yeah, it's pointless. Mm. But anyway, Rachel tries to cook, but instead sets the stove on fire. So she she's ordered vegan. Pizza. She's yeah. making a duck Yo. and she's vegan. Sets it on fire. And I do love, he's like, wow, you're smoking. And she's like, it's the duck. It's the duck. That was that's legit funny. Like, and then he's, then she's like, he's like, no, you're actually really hot. And Is this they, like a, a thing though? Like, women deciding to cook men things even though they can't cook like is this i've never 
I feel like banging happens more, just from when I dated I like women. Rory Gilmore tried to do it. Rory did, yeah. And she did a whole Donna Reed night or something. Yeah. yeah. But it also didn't work then, because then they got in a big fight. So I don't know why women keep doing it. And so uh, she's trying new things as a part of being the new her. Um, There's like a I, conversation about like your outside matches your inside now, oh, which I yeah. always think is weird. It was a week. And I kind of have a problem with this in a way. <laughs> Not, I mean, like, yes, the whole Rachel thing, but like just the character, like out of nowhere, Rachel's an entirely new character. And I think it's one thing to like come to New York City, be humbled by your shitty bullying professors. Yeah. But the fact that like the Rachel Berry that we know to like claw and scrape her way and like yeah. Machiavelli her way to the top is very much replaced by like, oh, I'm so new here. I don't know what I'm doing. Like a more mm-hmm. sheepish quality. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel warranted. No, it's not fun. It's not fun. Like I would so much more believe that like Rachel continued to be type A and maybe like made a dinner that didn't taste so good, but she committed to it um, because Rachel Berry only knows how to like go after shit. So Rachel, I think it would have been interesting. She goes to New York, she gets humbled um, and she's like trying to reinvent herself, but it's hard. And, like, she's still awkward because Rachel being awkward is kind of, like, the one thing she has going for when it comes to earning audience, like, sympathy mm. and empathy, you know? But, like, instead of being humble, she just tries to get sexy. Yeah. Which And they don't yeah. play that in, like, a fun... She's trying to, like, seduce Brody to, like, do whatever yeah. shit. But, you know, like, I don't well, know. Uh, Rachel's never been to a big city, right? Or at least not that we know of. She's spent her entire enough. life in one town in the middle of Ohio it would have been interesting to see like the evolution of her going to New York and learning how to navigate a city like that would have been interesting it would have been a good story when I moved to Boston I was like this is so big and scary and it's Boston and I I thought I had done something to a friend every clerk at a store because I was so friendly to them because that's how you act in the Midwest and they were looking at me like, I don't know you. Like, why are you so cheerful? And right. I'm like, because when I was a cashier, a cheerful customer made it easy for me because my boss expected me to be cheerful. So it's easier if they mm-hmm. like, met me halfway. But that's yeah. just not how it is in the East Coast. Mm-hmm. I literally had a breakdown when I moved to Boston because I've never been to a place where like you walk outside the building, you're going to have more people than inside the building. There's always oh, going to yeah, be Yeah, that's wild. Out. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> Someone used to it was, watch. It was me, rough. like everyone would always comment. Oh, I saw you running. Oh, I saw you running today. I saw you run. You know. And then I moved to LA and matched on Tinder with someone who used to watch me run. Wild. <laughs> yeah, that's bananas. And he never could learn who I was as a real person because I was only ever running guy to him. Like he couldn't that's remember funny. any information. That is yeah. wild. Um, um, well, I do appreciate. I do appreciate y- y'all's input on that because me, the New Yorker, is just like. Yeah, you come to New York and it's tough. What do you want? Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a like, we had a real New Yorker uh, for our makeover episode. He'd be like, you know, the the State building is, you look up, that's where it is. You look up, it's there. Yeah, and then you walk towards it. Yeah, what do you want? Anyway, we have our bombshell drop of the end of this episode, though. But not before we share some terrible, terrible secrets. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, there's secrets. Which, again, like, this doesn't need much time to be spent on it, but, like, uh, he turns out Brody loved Ace of Base, 
That's a secret. Like, not a secret. I love Ace of Base. Yeah. Like, not <laughs> not a page. not a shameful yeah. thing. And Rachel returned a love note after correcting the spelling and grammar errors on it. That was funny. That funny. was funny. But so you know what? close to an experience I had. I know it's so very Alyssa. I listened to our episode. <laughs> we, we delve into <laughs> it's very Alyssa. Uh, but like she, you know what? If I was Rachel and I had to give my deepest, darkest secret that no one here knows, it'd be hey, I sent a girl to a crack house. Yeah. What I think about all the time that if I went to high school with Rachel Berry, she would be crack house girl. Yeah, yeah. except people forgotten. know that it's not a secret. But it's a secret. Yeah, she was very open. New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be like, I would be like, you know, crack house girl isn't so bad. I guess that's Honestly, how I would, I would always refer to her as crack house. Yeah, you'd be texting your like people who graduated, but like, did you see what crack house girl did? One hundred percent. But if I were going to New York and reinventing myself, like I would use that as a scare tactic. Like, watch out for me. I will send you to a crack house. <laughs> Yeah, the mean black swans. Listen, if people ask you for a secret you've never told anyone, flat out lie. Yeah. Yes. It's an opportunity. This is peak manipulation. Why reveal anything about yourself when you can just lie? That lesson was free, listeners. (laughs) Tip the show at gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Truth is, the whole seminar. (laughs) But yes, Karina, like you were saying, bombshell bombshell and not the musical no that may or may not be Catherine McPhee or Megan Healthy Lee (laughs) um and so right after Brody is hands off lol jk they're kissing now there's a knock on the door and uh uh-oh it's Finn welcome back Finn he's back and you know what god forbid I side with Rachel but I'm gonna say it and you're gonna talk about this more next week but he went no contact for months yeah move on she can move on we, mm-hmm. we already have talked out about it. Yeah, yeah she spent months mm-hmm. waiting. That's plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. We'll see how that plans out next week. But I will tell you, the second I heard the knock on the door, I cackled. Did, did you call it? <laughs> I called it. Yeah, so did Zach. Yeah, they're waiting for the exact moment she falls into temptation. Yeah. You know, right? Hand in the cookie jar. Oh, and in the yeah. washboard abs. Yeah. I mean, they officially broke up, right? That's what I, I thought. Didn't, I it's, didn't think so. It's it unclear. They're saying oh, it's before branches. There's a yeah, it's ambiguous when you broke up. <laughs> and even in the the top of show recap, they were like, "Yeah, there's a thing with Finn. They they haven't talked for a while. It's messy. Like even the show doesn't know." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's the episode, y'all. Let's talk about some music. So you have to. Purchase one of these songs from this episode on iTunes and put it on your personal listening device. It's 2012, so it could be your first iPhone. We don't know. Maybe you're still rocking your iPod Classic. But you have to spend real real money on this. One of these songs. Maybe $1.29 if it was a single. So your choices are Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Celebrity Skin, The Way You Look Tonight, Matched Up With, You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile, and A Change Would Do You Good. Let's start with our guests. Hmm. All right. In now, I would say celebrity skin. Mm-hmm. In 2012, I probably would have done everybody wants to rule the world. Mm. That's those are both very reasonable answers. I would probably do the mashup. Interesting. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's respectable. <laughs> I think I think because all of the other songs 
I don't like is covers, but this yeah. is like unique enough that I would spend. You can never get a mashup anywhere else. It's always yeah. a good choice. <laughs> yeah. And I will say like, we forget like Sarah Jessica Parker is just straight up talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's having a like, great time. Good for she her. She can sing. Like I respect it. Yeah. Uh, Karina. Uh, I think I got to go with everybody wants to rule the world. I like that song and I'm a sucker for a Blaine solo. I really yeah. am. He, a Blaine solo is never going to be totally bad. Yeah, it'll always be a welcome surprise to come up on Shuffle. Yeah. I'm going to go with the same song for the same reasons. Like, it's it's yeah. a great cover. It, it had good visuals. Yes. Yeah, that's not part of, but, like, I love when Glee is like, oh, yeah, we're a musical. We need to show people things. Yeah. Like, yeah. When they, die, when they like, lean into the musical aspect of it, yeah. they typically do a good job. Um, cool. So, got a two-part question for you both. Um so uh first time we're asking this of the season very exciting um is there an artist musical entity album what have you that you would like to have seen glee cover at something all that or it, in this specific episode at all like in the whole glue universe like something that maybe they didn't do or maybe you don't know that they did that you think like hey they actually would have done a pretty decent job at that Ugh, i mean we talk about that all the time. Uh, right. I think the first thing we talk about killers. I think the Taylor Swift underrepresented um, emotion. The Carly Rae Jepsen album did not come out yet, so mm-hmm. they have an excuse. But so they still, could not do that. yeah, they run away with me. Uh, boy problems. Really Ugh, that would have been good. Uh, was Bastille big then? I don't think so. No, that um, was like 2013, 2014, I think. Yeah, so it was like they're already picking their songs. But for this episode specifically, I'm like, way to not use popular. Oh my god! Yeah. And they will eventually get to that song in oh the no. worst waste of the yeah. song. They should Kristen have done it. Deserved better, you know. Agreed. They owed that to her and to Ariana Grande. Now, you know, yeah, facts. Because who also had a pop version of that song? Yeah, about high school. I, I just, I think specifically in that episode, we were missing. We were missing that. Um, most of what I think Glee should do is like like hadn't come out yet, but yeah, Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. I would have loved if that don't impress me much. Mm-hmm. Even in this episode, you could have put that in there. Yeah, um, true. What about you, Alyssa? Alyssa? Has like this huge list of things that actually make sense for the show Glee. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting with my Spotify Wrapped, looking at it like nice. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> what about a Prince for of Glee? Egypt? a Passover special because I always forget that Rachel's Jewish. <laughs> I mean, oh, listen, man. I love that movie. They would never do it. Um, Quinn and Rachel fighting over the when you and Mercedes are all I want to sing when you believe. If mm-hmm. I was going to choose anything from that movie, it would be the Plague song, but I don't know where I would put it. Maybe something with Sue. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> Sue and Will, oh my gosh. Yes, yeah, Sue and Will doing the Plague song. Yes, mm. 100%. Um, but also... Camp. Kaleo is one of my favorite bands. I just checked. They started in 2012. And I think some of their songs would be really, really good for the great. Cast. And then this leads us to part two of the question, which is Is there a song, artist, album, musical entity that you are glad Glee could not or did not touch? Prince of Egypt. That's been fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. They could not or did not touch. Here's the, the thing, I, I don't really hate Glee, like, 
I'm not. Uh, I don't believe a Glee cast cover, even if it's not good, will ever ruin a song for me. You know, because mm. I can always just listen. I can always just not listen to the Glee version and listen to the original. Um, I think could not. Does that mean like it came out after? Yeah. Yeah. Too much money, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. Ever, this is such a stale take, and I try and avoid those, but I, Glee Hamilton, I don't think, would have been pleasant. Yeah, Evergreen, though. Ever, yeah. Always, it's always true. Mm-hmm. Uh, or any, or In the Heights, any of Lynn's yeah. repertoire, the Glee cover, we don't talk about Bruno. Oof. Mm. No, thank you. Bomb. Uh, I think they could... That's... Ugh, I'm trying to think of something, like, fun that... Ugh, I wish they, they should never have touched that, or but, you know, that's all I can... Everyone always says Ogly would or wouldn't do WAP. <laughs> I don't know if WAP had enough cultural influence. I'm going to say it. For yeah, interesting. Because, interesting. I mean, it was big, but does it approach the level of the Katy Perry Teenage Dream album and how, like, you couldn't go to the grocery store without hearing at least one of those songs? Mm-hmm. And Glee did all of them, but they never did. <laughs> we never did Party crazy. in the USA. They never did Party in the USA, which still shocks me. Wait, really? That's I can a hear, surprise. I can hear Blaine hopping going, hopped off the plane at LAX. They don't do it when they go to LA at one point. Huh. Waste. Alyssa? Oh, you already said Prince of Egypt. <laughs> My bad. I did say Prince of Egypt, yeah. Say- um... And also, thank God they didn't do more Phantom. <laughs> oh, that would not be no. That no. would be terrible, but I would want to see it for the for the for the mess that I would want to see for the mess. But the the kitty cover of Bad Cinderella. Oh, oh God. God, she's not your sister Cinderella. She's your bad Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> oh my God. Um. But yeah, so that is the show. Um, yeah. Cullen and Alyssa, thank you both so much for joining us. So um, glad to be. Thank here. you for having us. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, where can people find you on the internets and all that? You can find Gleeboot on Gleeboot Pod on Tumblr, TikTok, and mainly Instagram. That's our main site. I think we're technically on Twitter, but really, if you want Gleeboot info, find us on Instagram. Valid. <laughs> Great. And take the Gleekies. Vote in the Gleekies. Yes. 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 100%. This is your call to action, listeners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't get voting uh, voting rights for vending machines just yet, but we can vote. We can vote for the Gleeky. Yes. Yeah. You can Maybe even, that. I'm, I'm going to come out and say it. We're not official. So I'm extending voting rights to vending machines for the Gleekies. Yeah. If you can do it Finally, as yeah. a vending machine. How, how progressive of you. Is. Thank you. Wow. So brave. Um <laughs> Uh, our show is at Glee Aggressive on Twitter and Instagram. Um, GleeAggressive at gmail.com if you want to write in uh, with long-form thoughts and uh, opinions. Uh, what should they write oh, in right. about this Glam week? the best. Yes. Um, when was your first New York makeover? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> yeah. how, what, Let us know. And not makeover any makeover, a New York makeover. Yeah, a New York, a New York makeover. makeover. Which I know yeah. might alienate some of our other listeners. But, you know, or imagine what you, what would it be? Yeah, what do you Did want? Did you get bangs? Like? Let me know. Cool. Voyage. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Um, where can people find you, Karina? You can find me at the same handle on both Twitter and TikTok, and that is Epic Adventure of. Ian, where can people uh, find you? 
You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram. iBroads on TikTok, ianjbrodsky.com. Please see my show in January at Pete's Candy Store if you're in Brooklyn um, in the new year. So, uh, yeah. Wonderful. Well, Leboot, thank you for joining us. It is such a pleasure. Come back anytime. See you again soon. We we still have a ways to go. Apollo Maybe we'll make you come you. back for season six. <laughs> oh no! Okay, we deserve that. I guess. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. This is this is a contract officially. <laughs> um, and thank you all for listening with us. Uh, you can join us next week when we discuss season four, episode four, entitled "The Breakup." Wild Ian, what do you episode. think that could possibly be about? Uh, literally breakups. I I wonder whom. I want you will be. That's a great question. Will, that's a great Boy. question. <laughs> so we'll anyway, a very good episode. It is. I'm yeah. excited. So that leads me to say, Ian, did this episode of Glee make you want to watch that next episode of Glee? I don't know. I mean, like, it's not a no and it's not a yes. So it's like, eh, okay, I'll do it. A solid eh. Glee. Aggressive. <laughs> Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Glee. Aggressive. Glee. Glee. Aggressive.